Welcome to the Geriatric Millennials. This is Jamie. And this is Beth. And we are two oldish, youngish ladies talking about our top five to-be-read books. Yes. We share a lot of books. We do. We're both big readers. Yes. I mean, Jamie's a really big reader. Well, here's the thing. Even me saying that, Mm -hmm. just like I have this feeling inside of me that is like, I can't, I can't just have five. And are these really the top ones? Like it's a real struggle. It's a real struggle for me to feel like I'm, I'm like limited Mm -hmm. to this Mm -hmm. number of like to be read books. Because to be honest, my to be read list is so long. There are so many books on my to be read list. So in fairness, I used my Goodreads books I own list only. And, oh. and in only my physical copies, because I like inventoried all my books so that I would be like, hey, stop buying books. Wow, and then, you're organized. Well, then there was this like fill up your Kindle day. I'd never heard of it before, but it's kind of all these independent book people. And you can go download a gajillion books for free. And I did that. So that added like 25 to like my, my, oh, yeah. um, those books, my yeah. virtual books, but like just in physical books in my home, I have 101 books to be read. So I just went off that list. Oh, wow. Okay, well, lot, that's a so. lot to choose from. Okay, so I mean, you you get it. I you get, get it. it. It was hard to pick, but it so, but they popped out for okay, sure. Okay, so what I decided to do was just um, look in my Libby app with mm-hmm. w- uh, at books that I have on hold or that I've put on hold multiple times because I'm waiting for them and I need to finish the, my current reads before yep. I get to those. And there are ones that I'm considering for my book club or whatever, or like people in my book club recommended. And mm-hmm. so, so yeah. That's okay. what I went with. So my first one is I was actually at a local art show and there was a author there, this young black woman, and she was selling her books. And so I bought one. Her name's Stella Williams and she's a book series. The first one is called Ferocious and uh, it's The Secret of the Crees, the series. And so it's a fantasy book. I have no idea really what it's about, but I was like intrigued and I liked her little displays. So I bought it and it is on It's on my shelf right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so my first one is Lady Tan's Circle of Women by Lisa C. And I confess, I've already started this book. Okay. (laughs) But I have not finished it yet. And it has been on my to-be-read list for a long time because I love this author. Mm -hmm. And I have read uh, multiple books that she's written that I have absolutely loved. And when I heard that she had a new book coming out, I immediately put it on hold before it was released or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know? And so... I've been waiting for this for for some time, and she the the books that I've read of hers that um I've really enjoyed are set in different countries. They're mm-hmm. Asian countries. Like one is set in China, one is set in an island off of Korea, and this one is set in China. It's way back in the day when they did foot binding. Okay. And oh my gosh, I just I I love the immersion in another culture mm-hmm. and the the way that she writes. I feel like I have insight into that culture and and it's so foreign and so different mm-hmm. to my experience and my life that it's absolutely fascinating to me. And mm-hmm. her char- her characters are usually women um, and it's just a genre that I absolutely love. It's like historical fiction mm-hmm. and I love it. Hmm. I love it. Very cool. Uh, this was a TikTok. It's like a book talk book. It's all over the place. It's a very popular series. A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah Moss. Moss. Anyway, it's like a, a, I don't think it's a trilogy. I think there's four or five books in the series. They look really cool. No idea what they're about, but 
I saw it on on book <laughs> no talk. idea and I was like that looks I like the covers okay. it looks interesting judge it looks, a book by its cover go absolutely. ahead go ahead and everybody was like talking about it but I wasn't listening so as soon as I okay. see the cover come up I like go to the next video because I don't want any spoilers and I'm oh. like all right let's get into it <laughs> cool okay so the next one on my list is one that somebody in my book club recommended it's called Mad Honey it is a Jodi Picoult book. Mm -hmm. And I guess another author, Jennifer Finney Boylan. Uh, so I know that her books, and I've read several of her books, they're always like deeply controversial topics. Mm -hmm. I have no idea what this one's about. Okay. Um, but it's 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 up there on my list. I think I've renewed my hold <laughs> yeah. multiple times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, deliver later. Yeah. Deliver later. Yeah, totally. Because <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm not ready for it. I'm not in the ready. Middle, I'm in the middle of this other it's book. Like, yeah, I got to finish. I got some stuff I got to do first. Okay. So I've been in this journey kind of of like deconstruction of faith and just kind of like in a weird place after leaving youth ministry and just kind of like, what does it mean to be a Christian nowadays and all this stuff. So I got a ton of books on the on different topics around kind of like re-examining like what it is to be a Christian and blah, blah, blah. So this book is called Still Christian, Following Jesus Out of American Evangelism by David P. And I think it's Gushy, Gushy, something like that. Anyway, kind of excited to read it. Like, uh, I think that he was like a evangelical Southern Baptist pastor maybe or something. I don't know, but he got kicked out of his church and kind of his quest to like oh. be with Jesus and not be evangelical. U.S., yeah. United States evangelical. Yeah, American. I'm curious. Yeah. I think there's a lot of books along there those are, lines yeah. now, now, and I'm sure some of them are like amazing and some are like, oh, mm -hmm. so yeah. I wonder what this one's going to be. You'll have to no let idea. me know. Yeah. Had pretty good ratings. So I'm like, all right, cool. Okay. So my next one is another one that my book club people have read that they recommended and it's called Kindred. Okay. It's by Octavia E. Butler. And- Oh, she wrote- um the parable of a sower. Well, I think it's about slavery in mm -hmm. the United States. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know much else about it yeah. other than that. But I know that I really want to read it. Mm -hmm. So hmm. that's that's the next one on my list. Okay. I want to read The Inheritance Games by Jennifer Lynn Barnes. It's a series. I think it's YA. Okay. I'm like into it. I have, Again, most of these books I just bought based on cover or a recommendation. And I have <laughs> I no that. idea what they're about. I love it. Okay, so my next one is a book that is has been recommended by a lot of people that I follow mm -hmm. on social media. And it's called All My Knotted Up Life by Beth Moore. And it's okay. her, she is a, a pretty well-known like um, Christian author. Yeah. And she's written a lot of different Bible studies and blah, blah, blah. But this is uh, her memoir. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I've heard that it's just excellent. And so... I do love a good memoir. Mm -hmm. I really do like that genre Reflection as well. Reflection on life, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I, I'm i looking forward to reading that. All right. My last one is Lessons in Chemistry. Yes! So, like, I got the book for Christmas last year, and it's just been sitting. Like, I just, I need to read it. But I think Apple Plus is coming out with a series, like the TV series of that. So oh, I yeah, want to read, read it before, before the yeah. series, because I hate reading a book after the fact. So, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I liked that one a lot. Mm -hmm. Wait, is this my last one? One, two, three, four. What? Okay. I mean, I guess I wrote down more than five. Couldn't help <laughs> myself. Okay. So my last one that I want to read, and mm -hmm. I have been saying this for quite some time, I would say probably years, and I still haven't, but I'm going to, and that is the Twilight series. Oh, interesting choice. <laughs> Love that for you. 
So many people. It's like everyone I know has read this. Have you read this? No. Oh, what? You haven't? Okay. Well, okay. The reason you watch why the movie, I watched the movie. Oh, there we go. But the reason why I didn't watch them is I had. You mean read them? Oh, yeah. The reason why I didn't read them is because I had a student at the time that was super into it. She's like one of my best friends now. And one day I was hanging out with her and she retold me all of the books. What? She was, we were just talking about it. And then she was, she was really into it. So she's telling me all of like the entire stories of all of oh. them and all these like facts and stuff, not in oh. a creepy way, but in like the best way possible. Cause it was like the Cliff's Notes version, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, this is our people that, if you don't know what Cliff's Notes are for uh, anybody that's not a geriatric millennial, <laughs> back in the day, you could buy these little books that were the summaries of books that you were supposed to read in class. And they give you the summary and like the main points and all that stuff. So you could look like you were smart and read the book. Now we have, you know, synopsis online and whatnot. So anyway, but yeah, it was fabulous. Yeah. And I was like, I never felt the need like, to read no, them. I don't need to read them. Yeah. Well, I have managed to avoid all the spoilers. Oh, wow. And I've talked to many people. I mean, even my husband read these and loved them. They're like YA. They're, I oh, know yeah. they're like, they're, yeah. So I just, I still haven't though. They're like Mormon YA too. I, yeah, I, I still haven't <laughs> read them. And uh, it is, it's getting up higher and higher on my to be read list. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to start the short series. Re reads for you too. Maybe I'll read them too. I don't too. think they're short. I mean, they're, Books are pretty thick. I know, but I don't think that they're like they're complicated. Not they're not, they're not like, no, no, no. You're not having to like look up words and like, you know. Right. Okay. Yeah. As as a bonus, since we went through our list pretty quick, what are you reading right now? Or what have you just finished reading? Okay. Well, I did tell you that I started yes. The Lady Tan Circle of Women and I am really liking that book. Uh, and I just finished uh, Between Two Kingdoms. Mm -hmm. When we were camping, I think I finished that. And... That is a memoir and it was really, really good. I really liked it. Okay, so I just finished reading Yellow Face, which is a recommendation by a friend. No idea what it's about. For some reason, I thought it was going to be um, nonfiction, but it wasn't. It's this amazing story about kind of a writer who, um, she's about a writer who's white, who ends up working on a story about uh, a Chinese labor union type thing. I can't remember the thing, but it's like the history, this this kind of forgotten history of like Chinese Americans or something. And anyway, kind of the, how that all transpires, but it is a fascinating book. And it was so interesting about cultural appropriation and, you know, I, different types of feminism and hmm. things people will do for fame and money and power and, um, you know, acknowledgement and to be recognized. So it was really good. Hmm. It was it was a quick uh, listen. It was like an eight hour, nine hour book on tape. Oh my gosh, I'm just aging myself. Who says on book on tape? Book on tape. I, you I do. Still you do. do that. We I, do. I do. I do it. Okay, so I listened to most of my books. I listen to these days, and I listened to one. It was only three hours. I was like, dang, oh. I can do that. I can do that yeah. really fast. And it was how to keep house when you're drowning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't think I learned much because I feel like I already did all that. Basically, the whole point was like, you're fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you don't Which have is to sometimes to hear. Nice it, to it hear. is. And there was a lot. I mean, there were the, the tips that she gave. I feel like I'm already doing. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So, I mean, it was I, good I, that the author, because she's a TikTok person. Casey Davis. Yeah. I actually got an idea from her because like I... I have a hard time keeping my house tidy during the week because I'm go, go, go. Mm -hmm. And by go, 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 I mean, just go to work and then come home and be tired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I had these places that just stuff 
accumulated. And no matter what I did, it's like, no matter what I do, I always put dishes on top of my like little bar, like that's attached to my kitchen. Like I always do. And so what I did is I got this little, um, it's like a kind of like a portable, like dish holder thing. So you could wash dishes in the sink. It has this little drain. It's very cute. It's by Joseph Joseph. I'll link it in the show notes. But what I did is I stuck that on top of the bar. So now when I'm like, in the living room and I want to put dishes away. Could I walk all the way around and go put it in the dishwasher? Yes, but I won't. So now I just stick it in that little Oh, and it's contained. And then it's contained. And then I just take it at the end of the night and fill up the dishwasher. And then I realized the same thing. Like that just was my dumping zone. And it's like, anytime I had something, I didn't know where to put it or it was just like, you know, I come in and it's just like, you have mail in your hands and you just throw it down. It was always in it there. So I got a second like bin and now I just throw everything in there. And then when it's full, I just carry the bin from room to room and put it in the right room. And it just, it just eliminated a lot of clutter for me and a lot of stress because it was just like, well, and it's simple. I mean, and because you already had this habit yes. and you're already doing that. Yes. But it just looks a lot nicer. Yes. It looks more tidy because it's in a container. Yes. And I think that's one of the big things that I'm learning about life because I feel like I tend to do life on hard mode. Like, let's make this as complicated and horrible as possible so that you just hate every moment. Is that just play to what's already there? Yeah. Well, you might actually really like this book because she has a lot of good tips like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has also like a summary version. Yeah. Where she's like, if you're doing the abridged version, mm-hmm. skip to chapter 13 or whatever. Oh, nice. And yeah. so, yeah. Which is handy because I don't, sometimes I don't, sometimes the battle for me is like, I know the information's out there, but it's like, I don't want to have to watch a six video series. I don't want to have to read a whole bunch. I just want somebody to give me the bullet points of life. Right. Isn't that so annoying when, well, it's always the sales, the yeah, sales yeah, yeah. pitches or whatever, and they like hook you in, but then they don't tell you the cost or they don't tell you what you really yep. want to know. You have to like listen to this whole spiel first. And it's so irritating. It's so irritating. I feel ha- that way about all the time. financial um, literacy. Like I don't feel like I'm a very financial literate person as far as like, I don't really know how to invest. I don't really know what I should be doing hardcore, like I'm doing the bare minimums of like 401k contributions and things like that. And it's so frustrating, but I just found this new person that I just discovered. I I just discovered, I mean, they're a millionaire that's been on social media and is super successful, but I think she wrote a book called, um, financial feminism or something like that. Feminist oh. financialism. Nope, that's not it. Reverse it. <laughs> financialism. But, but I'm excited. It's on my... <laughs> that's great. It's on my... Do you remember her name? I don't. Let me see. Let me look it up really quick. She, her name's Tori Dunlap. So anyway, I'm just kind of excited to like learn more about that because it's something I think is so important. And I didn't grow up with parents that taught me that stuff necessarily. So it's just another another good thing to read. I do appreciate that like we just have so many opportunities to learn and that there's so many like books and podcasts and, you know, Skillshare classes and LinkedIn learning. There's just anything you want to do, you can find out how to do yeah. it. And a lot of times for free, which if you're not using the Libby app, get your life together. Right? Like if you don't have a library card, you are wasting your life. They and are your free. money. Yes, they're free. Every community has one. I feel like, well, my community doesn't. In the US, every community has one or you have access to a larger a so library great. system for free. There's, and, You okay. can go online and Google free library cards and go get a totally. free library card. And you know what? I have even requested my library, like I've asked my library to get a certain oh, book yeah. that they didn't have. Oh yeah. Because I wanted to read it, but I didn't want to buy it. And they did. Yeah. It's 
amazing. It really is. Like our local library system, like they have a streaming service you can download. And I mean, does it have a gajillion movies? No, but it's free. I was actually, I went on to the streaming service last weekend because I was like, not that I don't have like 85 other streaming services, but I could not <laughs> find anything I wanted to watch. And I was so annoyed because I logged on and I just bought a movie the week before on iTunes because I really wanted to see this movie called Becky, Becky's Revenge. Freaking loved it. And I had to pay $14.99. It was on the library app. I could have watched it for free. And I was just like, oh. But they have like magazines. And it's like, you can like download the magazine app onto your iPad or tablet. And then you can like flip through like a, like, a magazine. Wow. Uh, any, I mean, it's just so many good resources. I cannot speak highly enough about our local libraries and like the work that they do for, um, to keep books uncensored, to really fight for our, some of our civil, civil liberties of like freedom of information and different things and privacy, yeah. all kinds of stuff. So yeah. Yay. Librarians. Yeah. I'm very enthusiastic. I used to work at the library. So that's why <laughs> I have extra enthusiasm around this. Plus yes. I love a good freebie. And uh, there's some libraries, I saw this library online. You could check out pans and like sewing machines. What? I saw, yes, like they had like craft stuff you could like that you could check out. And, and the one that got me was just, again, all the different types of bunt cake pans and different things you could check out. I also saw another library. They were doing this thing where you could check out a book. It's like this bag of books for a book club book. So you got to check out like 10 books and like all the stuff to do a book club. Wow. And I was like, that is so cool. That's I love cool. this. Anyway. Love the library. Love the library. <laughs> support your local library. If you're enjoying the podcast and would like to support the show, you can share episodes with your friends and family, follow us on Instagram at the Geriatric Millennials, or leave us a positive review and rating, all which help us to grow. Our theme music was created by the Finley Ghost. Check out their latest album now. Thank you so much.